movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have... They also have finish. If you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately, and everything else. So, if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, we're actually doing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier spoiler review. As you can tell on the screen below, this is a spoiler review. So anybody saying, who will this is being spoiled? Well, no shit. It is a spoiler review. Go on ahead, watch the Winter Soldier. Not the Winter Soldier, but the Falcon and the Winter Soldier first, and then jump up on here and everything so you guys can go on ahead and get this uh, thing spoiled for you. But if you don't mind spoilers, go on ahead and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the show and everything inside the live chat and everything, and we'll be talking about the Winter Soldier for the, well, Falcon the Winter Soldier for the very first episode. With me, I have Charlie, of course. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And then I have Ladasha with me, which is Tamika uh, 1.0. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I got Tamara with me. Say hello to everybody. And she's back again. And I wanted to say I appreciated her being on the show for WandaVision. Yay. And like I mentioned before, when this was announced for the Winter Soldier, for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was supposed to be like a buddy cop type kind of deal where it's supposed to be about the two of them doing stuff together and things like that. With the very first episode, it just sets up everything where, the uh, where of course, you know, you have Sebastian Stan going to see a psychiatrist. You actually have Bucky going to see a psychiatrist. And of course, you have to open up with Falcon just doing whatever he does in the opening scene. I thought that was actually a pretty good scene where he's actually just jumping in that helicopter, beating down some bad guys and things like that. I thought that was really good. Um, it had a very departed feel to it when we got into Bucky's whole entire thing with the psychiatry mm-hmm. thing. I felt a little bit of the departed from Jack Nicholson and Leonardo DiCaprio's movie a little bit. But 
overall, I thought it was a great way to start it off. And I also like the fact that it even acknowledges some of the stuff that some of the fans had was like, well, how can he be uh, carrying the carrying the shield and everything? I don't think he's the right fit. Even he thinks that he's not the right fit for it. So I also like how that was weighed up on him and things like that. What was some of the things that you guys liked? And uh, I'm going to let Ladasha go first, and then from Ladasha will be Tamara, then from that it'll be Charlie. Um, this really went by quick. I mean, mm-hmm. it was pretty good pace. I really thought that I almost felt like I was digging in for like a two-hour movie. Yeah, and then it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, wait a minute, I'm finished with it already? Mm-hmm. So that's always good for me. It didn't drag or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the first few scenes where you saw Falcon doing his Falcon thing for the military. <laughs> I I like that. Um, I guess I'm sure they're gonna tie the strings together, but seeing the Winter Soldier with a psychiatrist that was kind of funny. <laughs> That was. <laughs> was like, Poor this buddy. guy got issues, and <laughs> I don't think one of the soldiers out of his head yet. But no, you know, she's brave enough to try to go in his head and figure out what's going on. So yeah. I thought that I was like funny, the- and you know, I like the the banner back and forth between him and the Asian guy because he is a hundred and some years old. <laughs> and the, you know, and his date was like, "That's so old fashioned." You give me flowers, so yeah, that was that was cute, and it was record. And I like the fact is recognizing that you know, um, Steve Rogers had to realize that too. Was he was ninety or something in Captain America? Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of which one that was. Um, so he had that knowledge. He was really 90, and now it's like Bucky. Now he has the knowledge. I'm really a hundred and something years. Yeah. <laughs> when he said, I'm not into the online day, and I'm like, Yeah, I, I get that. And yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> <Bucky>. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm with you on that, Bucky. I'm not a hundred, but I'm like, I can't deal with that. But yeah. um, and then I guess he had killed the man's son at the end, so. You know, it was a very good start. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was gonna be another hour for a movie or something, but mm-hmm. I liked it. It was a it was a good start. Yeah, I thought it was awesome how it started. It started like to me, it I like WandaVision, but it seems like WandaVision started off slow and this one started off mm-hmm. in the right pace for people. Like they won't complain about the whole thing. So like don't get me wrong, Wonder Vision is good, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier topped it for the first episodes for me. So I liked how it started. I thought what Sam was doing, his fighting scene against the LAF people and all that stuff. So he was like really cool with it. And then I did feel bad for Bucky. <laughs> And poor guy, he was still having nightmares with his dreams and stuff. And it's like his past is hunting him, but he can't help himself because his, he was mind controlled, you know? But yeah, I, I it, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna stop with that, Bucky. I, I like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, when I first started, I watched the just finished up WandaVision just before I started watching the Falcon Winter Soldier. But the pay, like yeah, the WandaVision started out slow, so I knew what I was getting into. It was, quir- it was quirky and weird. But as the show progressed and you got more of the humans, that's why I really enjoyed that aspect of it. 
not okay. so much the TV, old TV series stuff aspect of it. But anyway, but the pacing for Falcon Winter Soldier, like immediately the the how they filmed that sequence is like they're 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 pushing the envelope every single like so each episode is gonna have something like mm-hmm. that. I'm intrigued yeah. what that is. I thought the whole psychology sequence, like psycho like the therapist sequence was hilarious about talking about Bucky just calling her you're a sadist and like and that, that's typical of that and then um and, and and then what he does to get to amend stuff. I'm like, of course I didn't kill people. I mean, that's one of the rules. And then, <laughs> um, like in this scene, like one of, the, one of the Easter eggs that I thought was kind of cool is, um, if anybody's seen the movie I, Tanya, um, they, they said um, Bucky was in that movie as well. And I think his, his buddy, I, I think his, his buddy name was Sean something. I think it, it was played by uh, Paul... Um, like Paul H- uh, Hager, uh, I forgot. Anyway, he played his buddy, but I think on on his notebook, like that, when he's crossing off names, apparently the guy's name Sean was in the notebook for uh, this episode. So I thought that was kind of funny because I thought Itania was hilarious. Um, and then I like, like I said, I enjoyed the action sequence. Um, I, I like uh, uh, um, uh, Don Cheadle showing up as Rhodes. Mm-hmm. So I know he's going to be in that in some capacity. So that's that was pretty cool. Um, deep down, I knew the government was going to screw over um, with the shield. I knew that was going to happen. Um, but down the line, you you just know Sam and Bucky are going to steal it. They're going to yeah. steal it from uh, um, they're going to steal it from that guy name. I think you'll find out his name in the next episode. But in the comics, I think his name is John something. Yeah, yeah, they, he's by, the, the yeah, U.S. He's, agent. He's yeah, the, and he's played yeah. by Wyatt Russell. Yeah, that is Kurt Russell's son. Um, so he's playing. <laughs> he's playing that. Wow, that's, that's Kurt his, Russell's son. Yes, because he <laughs> looks like Kurt, Kurt Russell. Yeah, because the face. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, when I saw yeah. his cheek, I'm like, that cheek yeah. looks familiar. Yeah. Now, 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 Sam's not gonna let that fly. He's gonna steal. No, he's gonna, no. He's gonna, he's gonna steal back that shield because in the trailer you see him and Bucky fl- playing with the shield. Yeah. So you, know, you know they're gonna get the shield back, and right. um, I like. Cause yeah. I'm excited. Like how? Like so I think the, that 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 event about crowning the new Captain America is what's gonna bring back Sam and Bucky together, and mm-hmm. that's what's gonna bring, what's gonna move the story along because. Um, Sharon Carter is supposed to show back up in this show too at some point. So obviously, so something's going to draw him back. And and then of course we got Baron Zemo. So we got that whole the mass the uh, group, the uh, the LAF group or whatever. Yeah. The sequence in uh, Paris. I thought that was a pretty cool sequence. Um, um, I'm intrigued to who that brute force guy is. I mean, if Cap was if if uh, Steve. Steve would have taken that guy out pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, he would have. I don't know, but right. that's Winter real. Soldier could probably take him, though. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I think so, too. So that's what I'm going to say. He, yeah, he could take him out. Yeah, he yeah. could take him out. But but I think he's smart. Yeah, especially if you um, okay. say them five words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing, too, this movie actually sets up like a Tom Clancy movie. It actually feels like a spy movie again that we're invested yeah. into a spy film, just like we were with The Winter Soldier. I also liked the whole entire aspect of them going to Bucky's head, and Bucky is still dealing with PTSD. And I like how mm-hmm. they also acknowledge the fact that, yeah, I was in Wakanda. Yeah, I was, in, I re- I was relaxed mm-hmm. and everything while I was there. 
but it's kind of like coming back home and realizing the honeymoon is over with mm-hmm. and the fact that you're still dealing with reality and everything and now he has to deal with the PTSD. I yeah. felt like that they captured yeah. that really good. Um, I did like the stunt work when it came down to the flashback scenes and stuff like that. I thought that was really good. Um, another thing, though, too, is the psychiatry uh, office was uh, just as good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I even like it how the psychiatrist is also calling him up on his own BS mm-hmm. and everything. You can't BS me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And Bucky's tr- and he goes, "Let me see your phone." Bucky's like, "No, why do you want to see my phone for?" Because <laughs> the only person who called was me. You didn't even call Sam. You're ignoring Sam. <laughs> yeah, because he ignored Sam. <laughs> Because Sam sent him a text and he didn't text Sam back. So I'm just like, he had people to talk to him. But before Captain America left, pretty much Steve was Bucky's only friend. Right. You know, so it's just. It's hard for him to adapt to new people, yeah. to be honest with you. I feel yeah. like, in a way, he's not turning away from people. I think it's the fact is he's like, hey, I got to work on myself first before yeah. I can be friends yeah. with anybody because yeah. I've done some messed up stuff. And that's also, too, why I think that Bucky chose the Falcon over Bucky was because of the fact that I think Bucky would actually carry a lot of that guilt and shame that he did in his past. Is, hey, mm-hmm. look, I'm not Captain America. I work for Hydra for crying out loud. Right. I've killed Tony's parents. I've mm-hmm. done this. Mm-hmm. There's no way I can actually carry that shield with pride. You did the right thing with carrying that over to the Falcon. And then I also, like I mentioned before, with the whole entire weight that's actually on his on his head, because he's like, what am I going to do with the shield? I know that what I'm supposed to do, but at the same time, how am I supposed to handle this? This is a yeah. lot of responsibility just for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to carry this anymore. So he decides to go on ahead and give it over to the government and thinking that, you know, he can trust the government since he, they've done a lot of work with the government and stuff like that. And then that look on his face, that pissed off look on his face mm-hmm. and everything tells me everything. Like Charlie said, he's gonna they're going to go on ahead. They're going to pull an Ocean's Eleven and they're going to mm-hmm. go ahead and steal it. And which I can't blame. And plus, it's not stealing whenever it's been given to you. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So the guy's oh. gonna—he's gonna be celebrating his Captain America for a little bit. I give it—I say maybe by like since this is only six episodes, probably by the third episode they'll get the steel back. That's my prediction. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, that's a possible. That I'm agree with your prediction because, yeah, it. I don't know. Yeah, that guy seems something seems off about him. Like I really think he's not really a good guy. I think he's really no. just, we got we're, we're, we're got, we got he's really an LAF guy. I'm pretty sure that's posing. Again, you know what? Even, that's that's yeah. Enough. He he just seemed real fake to me, and yes. it was that sort of fate like the enemy because. has gotten into mm-hmm. the good guy's uniform yeah and now he's pretending to be good so i actually did some research about him before we started this podcast and he they did label him as the new captain america and he is a villain so this is like the comic book you know spoiler but not really but (laughs) in the comics he is called uh He's the U.S. agent, aka Super Patriot. So he is a villain. 
And so. I'm pretty sure Don Cheadle will probably watch that stage thing too. And Rhodey mm -hmm. is not because Rhodey was the one telling him, Why are you giving up the shield? Because I think Rhodey deep down knew that he was going to pull this crap. Mm -hmm. so, like I said, oh, I'm okay. just, like you said, he, he can celebrate with the shield. I don't think he's going to have the shield very long. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. I send that in. And the gut feeling of mine tells me, I think even though they've already, Kevin Feig has officially denied Chris Evans returning, I could see him showing up in an episode. I and hope he returns. That's just I, I, can I see feel him. like he is. I think he's going to come back some kind of way. Yeah, because I think Kevin is just saying that so people won't be like, you know, being so excited yeah. about it. But like, I really like, hope Tom, he Tom comes Holland. No, I tell Tom Holland, hey, yeah, um, yeah, Andrew Garfield and Tim McGuire are not in this movie. I read the script, I read the script like, up, like up and down the whole thing. They're not in this movie. Well, you did admit they give you fake scripts. So it's like Kevin Figg's going out saying that. It's like Tom Holland saying those two Spider-Mans aren't in this uh, aren't in the new Spider-Man movie. That, that means yeah. they're going to be in the movie. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I could be wrong on the cap. Fun, but like uh, Chris Evans, but I could see him definitely returning at some point because well, I mean, you're gonna have really technically he's not dead, he's, no, he's, not. he's just dimension. Clint Eastwood, he's just Clint Eastwood age right now. Yeah, he's a grandpa, yeah. <laughs> he's just a grandpa, <laughs> he's just right now. so it's like right. he, he pull him away from dancing with his yeah. sweetheart, he's just, right. He, he I'm might come to Sam so. with his cane. He's like, why are you giving nice yeah. <laughs> oh, how, did, how did you all feel about the mortgage scene or the bank oh, scene? Uh, I was like, uh, 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 every, yeah, I like, everybody's been in front of that banker. It's like, you're an ass. Yeah. yeah. He was an ass, though, to be I honest with you. I was going to punch him. I, could, I just had yeah, to Yeah, exactly. It was like, stuck a punch. punch. Yeah. yeah, and I like, can I that. get your autograph? Well, hell no. no. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, can I take this selfie of you spreading your arms and everything? I'm like, fuck you. You just yeah, want to. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll do one and then have myself flipping the bird and. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And that, yeah, just that thing was a little too real. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he was he, like, oh, well, you don't have any funds, I mean, but can I have a picture? Yeah. At, Sam definitely handled his, himself pretty good, handled them yeah. better than what I thought. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have came behind there and just slammed his head into the desk. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be like, how about that as a picture? Yeah. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm very interested in Sam's sister. I don't know what happened between the father and him, and when he left for Same. five years. I guess they're gonna unpack that, but I, you know, that kind of piqued my interest. Yeah. Like, I like the you fact know. that they are gonna be doing that, though. That they're gonna be yeah. un unpacking that because I feel like there's a lot of meat for us to digest when it comes down to that mm -hmm. because this is focusing on his story so we don't really yeah. get a lot of Sam's story before mm -hmm. this so this is a lot of good setup for what they're doing mm -hmm. I like even though we, he's been established in Civil War and stuff like that mm -hmm. and the Winter Soldier but we don't know enough of his backstory so I'm glad mm -hmm. that they're giving us enough of his yeah. backstory yeah because now we know he's from Louisiana we know yeah, that right. You know, his parents on the boat, you know, fishing boat. So it's like, like you said, it's really nice to have his backstory because 
they really didn't have one for him when he yeah. first started. He, he was just like, oh, he's in the military slash Air Force. You know, let's have a race. In. Yeah, let's have a race. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hi, my name is Sam. I like to run, you know. But yeah, I like that they're doing that, like to start out with the show, not like go right into the Bucky uh, Winter Soldier partnership. Because yeah. listen yeah. to them get together, I think they're going to put that. It's kind of the same as back history with his sister. I think they're putting that on the, the back burner because that's not really like that's the, the sub story. Mm -hmm. um, I like they're taking care of that now. So we get the back history in that. So we don't have to like, like in the middle of them doing a fight. Then we got to go a flashback or anything to Sam's history. So I think that I like that they're taking care of it now because they're very like strict in what they can do because mm -hmm. they're only six episodes. We're not nine episodes like WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> six episodes. And I'm expecting at least the next few episodes to be a lot longer than this. Um, mm -hmm. I would be shocked if it's if the next few episodes are below 45 minutes. Because there's no way. There's a lot in there. But I am glad that we do have a taste of whatever Sam's background was. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the, the interaction between him and his sister is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And also, too, I like the stuff in Paris, though, as well. Because you have an inside person trying to figure out what's going on with this other underground... Um, Gangster uh, looking uh, guy and everything. I think it's a Zemo group, uh, Baron yeah. Zemo. I think he's involved yeah. in all this. Okay, Zemo. Yeah, it's probably is that way, but like, um, I think his name is Torres. He was the one, like, he was on the app. I rewatched it, so I had to write down my notes because I didn't remember the app that he was looking at. But he was like, oh, gosh, why you have to do that, man? <laughs> I need to see your face. Hey. No solo. Why? Okay. No solo. Sorry, Thank you're you. not sorry, I do that for Tamika. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to freak out like that. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. But um, I just thought it was interesting that Torres decided to follow the you know, the, the handprint on the app. So that was the LAF people slash, was it Flag Smashers? Yeah, Flag Smashers. I had to rewatch it to hear the name because I couldn't hear the name in the beginning because my daughter, she was like, ah, no, 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 no. So I had to rewatch <laughs> it. But it's Flag Smashers. Okay. And that guy, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he really did kick Taurus's butt. Yes. Oh, yeah. So he had the strength, like he did have a strength of Captain America. So from the beginning, like what we just talked about in the beginning of our our podcast, uh, that guy is does have a strength like Captain America. Yeah, so, I would think that Bucky would be the one who would have to take him down because yeah, let's just put it this to. way. He's yeah, strong. Sam, yeah, Falcon right. isn't strong enough for for but him. Do no. you think it might have been Zemo and Hydra trying to, you know, like end this the, whole thing, or is it I'm, just Hydra or Zemo? I could be both. To be honest with you, I'm with you on both of them, though, and okay. here's why. And 
you know, in Daredevil, for example, we actually had an FBI agent that was dirty who happens to be Bullseye. Mm-hmm. And this is the trans- this is the whole thing that I was just thinking of whenever I saw that whole entire deal where we saw saw the bad Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking on those lines of of the bad FBI agent yeah. and everything that was happened to be Bullseye. But I'm thinking it's going to be the combination of the both of them, where the government is teaming up with Hydra once again. Yeah, to cause division among superheroes. Because you know, Bucky did help a lady who was part of Hydra. I did have after I rewatched it. He said that after Hydra, you know, disband, she became a senator, and yep. she's part of Hydra. So Bucky got her arrested by the cops, which is good. But it's a possibility that there's still more out there in the government that Bucky couldn't get get them back so it's yeah maybe the Um, new captain america is part of that i can see that i mean because the blip because we're all dealing with still dealing with the aftermath of the blip because this is the first set of movies they're dealing with like or not movie shows are dealing with the aftermath of the blip since spider-man came out in 2019 so they like 2019 dealt with the blip but they didn't deal with the aftermath of it they just deal with like everybody coming back Mm-hmm. These shows that Marvel just did now, like I said, we're, we we don't have our Marvel fix until just these last two months. Mm-hmm. We're, they're right. getting all, so we're all getting information about what really happened after the blip. And this is what happens. There's division. There's people who are like, just like, we don't know what's fully going on. Like, there's so much back history. Like, in this to go back off WandaVision, mm-hmm. like uh, Mo- Monaco Rambeau, like, this is, she, she's been gone for three years and mm-hmm dealing with the aftermath of that about losing her mom mm-hmm. and now she's got powers so yeah. it's just like so it's like we're dealing with the aftermath of the blip which is cool because like i said this is the next phase and now we're gonna do that and now everybody's divided everybody like doesn't know what the heck is going on the government and like so the government's like okay we need to find some structure mm-hmm. all right let's come up with hydra because that because uh, hydra like looking they kept saying Cut off the head of the cut off the cut off the head of one um of one snake. More take its place. Yeah, we don't, we never like because and then Zemo he never he got away obviously he got away from uh Black Panther at, at the end of uh Civil War because mm-hmm. T'Challa was going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And then this is the first time now Zemo is coming back. So yeah, obviously Hydra is involved with this, isn't it? And then um and then of course Sam getting pissed off at the end of that thing, just holding his fist like. He's about to lay out, like he's about to punch somebody. Mm-hmm. He's right. I mean, I mean, if I was him, I'd punch out the, 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 the Secretary of Defense guy that gave yep. Cap Shield to somebody's going to somebody's going to suffer for this, and and it's definitely not going to be Falcon and mm-hmm. Bucky because they're going to oh. they're, they're going to team up. Mm-hmm. This this is going like, to cause them to team up, and um, yeah, and like I said, uh, everybody's worried about the Shield. Don't. They're gonna get the shoe back and probably by the third episode. That'd be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and too, I think that you know, there's this intimate relationship that Sam and Winter Soldier have with Steve Rogers mm-hmm. individually. Yeah. Um, you know, Bucky and Steve, and then Falcon and Steve. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's almost like a brother to both of them mm-hmm. in different ways. Mm-hmm. So that shield being in some faker's hand is going to set both of them off. Yeah. You know, so 
that and that's he, why I got it, you know, not got excited, but I was like, oh boy, he is he yeah. comes, it's getting ready to start because they're not gonna let that stand. No, and we got Sharon Carter coming back into the fray too, and right. she was the the love interest of Steve Rogers, and he was the he was the one that's that that kiss between Steve Rogers and Sharon and yes. Civil War, and the two of them sitting together in the car, like all, like like smiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the part of the yeah. show. That chemistry. Yeah. I, I hope it well. does. To be honest with you, also like it. Can you move your seat up? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just like brothers. Like brothers. Like, yeah. But also too though, I mean. I was actually thinking that we would actually see them together in the first episode. That was just me thinking mm -hmm. because we've seen that before. I'm glad that they gave it a slow build before that to let us know where all the characters are at, where they're what they're going through, their struggles, mm -hmm. and also how they're going to deal with their struggles. And also the struggle of trying to get the shield back. Mm -hmm. Also, heavy is the um heavy is the head that has that wears the crown because basically you know sam is going through that mm -hmm. he's he's going through that whole entire thing he has the shield in his hand he does not know what to do with it and he's like i don't want to bear this anymore and the only people he can trust is to him is the government and then you know the people that he and you know what though it also reminds me of steve though when he wasn't trusting the government back when we first got on frozen and he realizes that he cannot trust the government like he did back when he was first starting to be a soldier mm -hmm. so now sam is getting a whiff of what um steve went through right now and understanding from his lenses now yeah because i remember when at the end of was it in game yeah it was in uh, end of the end of the movie when Sam saw Cap sitting down, well, I should say Steve, because he wasn't really Cap at that time. Um, he was like, Steve gave him the shield. And Sam didn't feel like he was the right person right. holding the sh shield. But Steve, and in his mind, he was like, yes, I think you are. And, and it was like, I, it's just sad that Sam doesn't feel that, but Steve knew. And that's why he gave Sam the shield. But it's just sad that, you know, Sam didn't feel that he was he was worthy enough to hold that shield like Cap. And he decided to give, like you said, to the government that he trusted. And as you could see in the, sh the show, shows you can't trust him. So um, yeah. he, he tried and everything. So... Like I said, it would be funny if Steve come up to him and bop him in the head saying that's what he did for giving them my shield. Yeah, well, Sam has a good heart. I think yeah, he that's does. what comes through is Sam has a good heart. He really came from a decent family. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's why Steve gave him the shield was yeah. just because he knew that at the end of the day, Sam would do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And he was right. trying to do the right thing when he gave it to the museum. Right. Um, but then, you know, so he's going to make that part right. Mm -hmm. But I think like somebody said, you can definitely tell why he didn't give it to Bucky. It's not that he doesn't love Bucky. He loves him like a brother. But Bucky got, I yeah. think that mind control will always be in his head. Mm -hmm. And I think even he right. knows walking around, mm -hmm. you can almost tell he's like, what is somebody going to say to me? 
that can activate Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Right. Some, like I said, we don't know the full story of how far Cap went into the like into the past. Cap could have gone into the future that and we don't know about, and he could have foreseen what happened what? here. And that's and he still gave the shield to the Sam because he knew. I think at some point Sam's going to prove that he's the guy, mm-hmm. and he's going. I think, like I said, I mean, I, I I'm expect like I would be shocked. If by the end of the season they don't have the shield back, yeah. I don't know, personally. Right, I think at that yeah, time they- Sam would actually build up his confidence in knowing that he can hold up the shield just like uh, Steve could. Mm-hmm. You know, I do feel like after that, whatever he goes through in the season, it's going to shape him and mold him into being the cat that um, Steve wants him to be. Yeah. And I, I also would- like. The other thing, though, too, is like we need new people. We need new recruits. And, you know, my first instance was the new Avengers, where we have like Doc Strange, where we have all the other new people coming in, not a fake Captain America like the government wants or anything like that. My first initial thoughts was, you know, I, if they're not going to put Steve in to this universe or anything like that, if they're going to go straight away from that, I'd much rather just them just focus on, you know, Sam being the um, being the cap now without mm-hmm. the same suit that Steve wore mm-hmm. and things like that. I want it to be where he's out of that suit. He has he's the Falcon. He's carrying the shield, and then also too, you also have Doctor Strange. You have Thor. You have the Guardians. You have all these other people that are an Avenger. And everything being protectors, and that's what I want from this next phase going yeah. in. If they decide not to go the Steve, uh, going down the Steve route of things, what about you guys? I would like to um, see new, like a new generation of Avengers. Mm-hmm. I really would, and they they got plenty of people to choose from. Like you said, they got Guardians. Yeah. They got. You know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, as Guardians, they got all kind of people running around that they can uh, find. And I think it would be like some new blood to it. Because mm-hmm. it seems to me like after Endgame, and I know we've had the pandemic, but it seems like Marvel is kind of trying to find its way again. Right. Like it, yeah. Right. It's all about building blocks all over again. Because yeah. they because here's the thing, whenever they first started out, they didn't know the direction they wanted to go in. Because we've seen a bunch of misses that they did. Mm-hmm. We've seen them do some course direction. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about building blocks, putting your characters in the best position that you need them to be put in for the universe that you're trying to create. And everything, and try and build it separate from the comics, but also keeping in with the comic book continuity as well, mm-hmm. making it its own story. So it's all about finding the right place, finding the right key things for your characters and how they interact with each other mm-hmm. and everything. I think that Marvel's going to find its way back up again, to be honest with you. If people didn't like WandaVision or anything like that, I'm sh- they're going to stick around. Yeah. They're definitely <laughs> going to come back. I, right. I have no doubt about that. Um, and I just would like to see some integration between the movie uh, movie Marvels and TV Marvel. Yeah. I think we will. A little bit of integration. I know it's hard with the schedule or something, but I would like to see that. And I'm sure we're going to because Falcon and Winter Soldier are probably going to be in Avenger movies. 
Right. Yeah, I think they are. Um, but I mean, no, sorry, go ahead. Well, it's okay. Um, it would be nice. And I was, to me, when he, the guy came out and said that we need a new, we need superheroes, da da da. I'm like, why you guys didn't call like Doctor Strange and them? Right. I was like, you gotta find this dude. <laughs> this dude really? He doesn't look strong enough. Oh no, really maybe Doctor Strange is over there with Momo or Momo. But I was just like, what about the action? I know you can't call Iron Man because he's dead. I know you can't call Steve Captain America because he old. I'm like, what about like everybody else? Wanda, I know she's out in the somewhere else in the mountains and stuff. I know you can't call her, but what about okay. everybody else? There's still Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. and his, Hawkeye and his daughter keep fished up, and that's that's another Marvel show. It's like. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, well, well, Wakanda. Can they call yeah, Wakanda? Him Wakanda? I know. Also, too. I know. I'm like, uh, I know T'Challa ain't here no more, but they got right. a whole kingdom of people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, his sister's in the same neck of the woods. He's, mm. She's out in New York. Yeah. Out in that organization that he built for her mm. and everything. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like you have other Avengers. Can you at least call them and not hit somebody who you think is going to protect the United States like Captain America? But it's whatever. <laughs> well, also, too, you have to think about it like this. They might not, people got wiped away during the time. So maybe they're not even having a clue either of who to call because maybe they were actually wiped off the planet as well. That's a possibility. That's a small possibility. I mean, the problem is, like you said, like you can't really trust the government because mm-hmm. we already found that out in WandaVision. You can't, yeah. trust, the right. sword, uh, you can't ha- trust the head of S.W.O.R.D. The only three people you could have, you, you probably trust the whole movie is Randall Johnny Carver, Woo. J- Jimmy Woo, mm-hmm. Darcy, who's just hilarious, and then, um, then, of course, uh, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, and, and like, and then you, the head of sword was really a corrupt guy anyway. So I'm like, you kind of knew the seeds they're they're planting is to not trust the government in these situations, and that's what they're because they said whatever we're seeing now, they're planting seeds for future movies. Mm-hmm. Just from the show, and um, just from one article, I was a scrolling fruit because you were talking about like the like the Secret Avengers. I was trying to remember it was the Secret Wars, but there's a show yeah. that starting um uh, starting a uh, the cheats, Don Cheadle. I mean, you got Armor Wars, and that's gonna be a show. And I'm intrigued to what that is. And then you got uh, the Secret Invasion, because obviously Sam Jackson knew, Nick Fury knew that the Earth isn't the way to go because obviously there's people not you can't really trust. Mm-hmm. And and there that was the little like like prelude that they kind of alluded to at the uh, end of Wanda WandaVision. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, um. Yeah, he heard you like him. Yeah, um, I'm friend. Um, I know, I know a friend. Like, I know somebody that was a big friend of your mom's, and he heard you were grounded. He would like to meet you. Where? Up so there. I knew, I knew immediately that was Nick Fury. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I knew that. So, like, I knew that's that's where they're going with this with the whole sword situation. They're going up, I mean, with the scrolls and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So I'm like, is they're planting seeds? 
again, this is all we're getting from the first episode. We got five more left, and hopefully they're at least an hour because we, yes. we need six hours. And then the um the guy, I think one of the the right writers, I think his name is Derek something. He he did the John Wick's movies. He worked with the choreography with that. I think he's he's teasing a huge action sequence in the third episode. So. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe okay. hallway, maybe hallways, because he always loved hallways, mm-hmm. and Marvel knows how to do hallway fight scenes. <laughs> right, okay. that's true. So now y'all making me want to watch Wonder Vision. Yeah. Oh. yeah. oh, sorry. Did I spoil anything on that? I haven't even watched it. So oh. you need oh. to watch, watch it after this. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. I knew that I did because I knew what I was getting, but if you're not expecting the sitcom stuff, it's going to throw you for a loop. Yeah. Because if you're expecting if you're expecting it, you might actually enjoy it. It might actually enhance your experience with it. But if you're just going in there thinking it's going to be like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier where there's it's not going to be anywhere close to that. It's going to be some comical elements to it, mixed in with some drama, mixed in with romance, mixed in with everything that will pull on yeah. your heartstrings. It's it's, it's it, it follows a timeline of sitcoms. Um, mm-hmm. When the sitcoms, I didn't even pick up on it until my brother mentioned it. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yep. Catherine Hahn, she's hysterical in it. She's great as <laughs> yeah. Uh, Agnes. Yeah, she's hilarious. Right. So anyway, um, Agnes, it's, it takes a while to build up to it. Like for me, it took right. me like I knew what I was getting into, but it still felt quirky and weird. And then as the, the show progressed, I I I, I kind of enjoyed it more. Um, but I like Jimmy Woo from uh, Randall Park's character. I thought he was cool. <laughs> yeah, because like I think the first episode of WandaVision was like based off of Bewitched. Yeah, and then it's like it love Lucy, then Bewitched, and then yeah, it's like you know the old shows that we used to watch on TV Land. It's like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the best way I could actually describe the way that Wanda is feeling is this. Think of it like this. Uh, you remember, like, Leave it to Beaver, where the mother's always happy, and the husband comes home, honey, I'm home, mm-hmm. and they're just all happy, go lucky. That's what I got out of the very first episode, was that she's happy, She that she has vision back in her life, mm-hmm. and everything. They're happy, go lucky mm-hmm. people. Nothing can go wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything. So that's what I got out of the first episode because that's when as soon as I saw the poster, I'm like, okay, I know what they're going for. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was funny because I'm a, I'm a, I, I remember watching that 70s show and it's funny seeing a uh, kitty show up in it too at some point. Um, that's yeah. the, that like that <laughs> Red Foreman's Red Foreman's wife seen her in the show. I'm like, yeah, that's that that's kind of funny. That was funny. Um, because I, I grew up with like I watched a lot of that Sydney show and that show was hilarious. I and she was twenty two. Like I was like, Oh man, would have been hilarious if the like her husband was Red Foreman and he kept dropping a he dropped an, a dumbass line and that would have been dumbass. But no, um but, like I said, the pacing is a lot slower than what you're getting with Falcon with Soldier. Then again, Three less episodes, yeah, and, and like the yep. first, like I would say, the first half of the episode, like the first half of the show of WandaVision is at least 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then it progressed, and we got to 
longer has progressed. I think with Winter Soldier, I think we're going to be progressing into longer yeah. series. Yeah. I could see an episode yeah. in two hours. I I'm surprised, I'm surprised it's only six episodes, though. I thought this yeah. this would be ten. I mean, I could I see this easily being ten episodes. Yeah, I was hoping it was ten. Here's the thing. I'm thinking the reason why it's probably going to be six episodes is because of the fact they're not sure if people would actually stay uh, glued to it or anything or how they would actually feel about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier type of movie, uh, not movie, but type of TV show, I'm mm -hmm. guessing. But I also want to point out, though, too, that this could actually be leading into a bigger thing, to a bigger movie with them being teamed up where it actually is face to face with the next phase. Also, um, you know, I'm thinking that we're going to get a lot more stuff pretty soon yeah. regarding that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about what we're going to be getting, to be honest with you. Um, well, I'm, I'm happy I see Sebastian Stain. I love him. <laughs> Let me tell you a funny story yeah. about Sebastian Stain that happened to me. He good to me, so... <laughs> I'm I got like Winter Soldier anyway. I'm, I'm a big Winter Soldier fan anyway. I'm more of a Captain fan, so. <laughs> yeah, I like when Winter Soldier goes straight Winter Soldier. <laughs> but let me tell you something that happened to me on Twitter back when Civil War was coming out. Mm -hmm. You know how they said you can pick a side? So I picked yeah. the Iron Man side. And all of a sudden, I got threatened by Bucky. What? <laughs> He said, really? He goes, really, John? Really? He goes, I'm so I'm so ashamed of you right now. You picked John, Iron I was, Man over I me. Was, like, like I said, I was team cap the whole way through. Like, I bought I when this is when Under Armour had those those compression shirts. So oh, I got yeah. one, I got the I have the Captain America one. Um so I I got that shirt before I went to see uh, Civil War because like I was team cap all the way around. Yeah. And then yeah, this um, is the one I got for Civil War. Yeah. So, and then when Infinity so. Wars came out, I bought a, an Iron Man shirt, so I had that one too, the compression one with that. So, <laughs> right. but I was I was Team Cap all the way through for Civil War. Like I was on his side. Yeah, I was you know, all yeah. the way. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, I was excited too. because I got like a message or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. I, maybe it might be Tony. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like my expectations was when the big smile on my face went from this. I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna uh. kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a re reply from Sebastian. I don't even know he likes to be called Sebi, but. Because there's an anime I watch, and his name is Sebastian, and they he's like he's like the the guy who's in love with him. He's like, "Hi, Sebi," because I, I was like, "Yeah," but Sebastian, he's so cute. I thought it was fine. So, so stuff. you got the reply from the real old Sebastian Stain. <laughs> the real nice. That is awesome. Yeah. I, thought was, I thought it was funny because uh, Sebastian Stan was in a. Uh, sorry, Sean, you're gonna hate this movie. He was in a Hot Tub Time Machine. He played the. Uh, he played one of the pricks that would that kept beating up Rob Corddry. And that, that was that was uh, Winter Soldier was in that. Oh, one. What? I love yeah. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, that was a good movie. My, uh, and John and I, we and like we um and my buddy Sean um. Like we did our top our top ten worst movies of 2010, 
he 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 didn't like green uh the hot tub time machine. He had that on his list. So I figured, oh yeah, that's right. Bucky was in that movie. He's like, come on, yep. man, let's do this. America. He didn't like that. He didn't like want to be in a hot tub time <laughs> I like the hot tub time machine though myself and yeah. everything. It was a funny like, movie. Um, it was. was. It, it's stupid. <laughs> you gotta like stupid funny movies. Yeah, it's right. just a stupid movie. That's all. <laughs> Exactly. So okay, he's, yeah, he's having a rough time because we had a poll on Twitter of our despicable me discussion. He didn't like it. I did, so he wanted a poll. Isn't enjoyable. He's not winning that poll right. <laughs> <laughs> the poll is actually finished. He's still at twenty five percent. Okay. Then oh. <laughs> again, that's not a really good reference. Like it's it's a good estimate, but it's only eight people voted, so it's not the whole like. It's oh, Lord, eight people. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. it's more, hey, at least it's eight. One of them. Yeah, no, at least you got eight people. <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on as far as Falcon and the Win uh, Winter Soldier goes or anything like that? What you guys would like to see for the second episode? Predictions? Uh, well, I want to see them get together, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I I'm waiting on that part, so mm -hmm. that's what I'm expecting for episode two. And you know, I do want some more of Bucky and his interaction with his date. Oh, I would yeah. like to see a little bit more of that of him trying to get a personal life. I don't know how much time they're gonna have for that, but that mm -hmm. was kind of interesting him trying to date, but. Yeah, and of course, I want to see him go win a soldier on people. It's, you can feel it coming. I mean, he's just been too nice. Yeah. He got to unleash that part of himself eventually. Uh, I don't... I'm just waiting for more. I want to mm -hmm. see more of what's going to happen. Like, how is Sam going to get the shield back um is it really who he thinks it is because torres asked him and he was like just keep it between me and you like i, I just want to see more what's going on so i don't want to be okay. like making predictions like some people <laughs> but it would be nice to see if it is hydra we right. don't know. Exactly. And I'm with you though too on that one as for myself because you know me. I'm I'm big into speculating and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right now it's too soon to speculate. Right now is yeah. too soon for some predictions. But it's a good setup. I'm excited for it on what we're we're about to see. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm just excited in general. So what about you, Charlie? I'm I'm I think like I said, I think they did the episode. I think since we're only five episodes left. Episode two's got to be how they two of them get together. Like how yeah. Bucky, because if, if they wait to episode three, I think they kind of like it's they got to if you feel raw unless episode two is like an hour and a half or which they can do is with small episodes like shorter like the shorter episode seasons they can probably cram a lot into a bunch of episodes. So I'm expecting nothing less than fifty minutes. Maybe I like I said they think they planned the story for six hours a six hour story. That's how long they planned it. So I'm since we only got about fifty-ish minutes, um, I could see maybe one episode being an hour and ten, and then we'll be on the same trajectory. 
Um, I'm expecting Bucky and when uh, Bucky, yeah, yeah, Bucky and Sam to team up at least in episode two. Hopefully, um, okay. I just want them to, to get the shield back. I don't want Captain Douche to get it anymore. This <laughs> 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 or this guy to get it anymore because he's like, I think once I saw it happen, I'm like, all right, I, I hate the government of this one. Like, like I said, I, like, 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 like I knew, I knew going in, like when they did this. Seems Sam's reaction like, yeah, he messed up, and he's gonna try to write it. And um, I just want to see some more action sequences, like that one, uh, the one in the beginning was cool, but I want to see more of that as the show progresses. Like not just one big action set piece in an episode. No, we need to have right a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also want to see that trick. I think it's a GIF of like. Of Bucky like flipping the uh, flipping the knife around like he like mm-hmm. he like, kind of like a pocket knife he picks it and then hits somebody with it like I kind of want to want to see who does that too um but but yeah I'm I'm, I'm pretty like I had a deep down feeling that the Captain America guy that they gave the fake this the real shield to mm-hmm. he's, he's yeah I knew he's fake like he, he's like he's yeah. Person yeah. And he's, I think he's corrupt and I know deep down. There's there's a there's a there's a I think it's Hydra I think Hydra's back, mm-hmm. um, in and like I said because whatever's happening in Paris the LAF I think that they're really connected connected in a way because yeah. like yeah yeah <clears throat> I agree I think it's Hydra I really think so and I think that's why Bucky is having these dreams or whatever right. about fighting Hydra issue. people yeah yeah. I think he can mm-hmm. sit, he can almost probably sense them because he was working so long with them. Mm-hmm. All right. So, if anybody who's watching, if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to just geek out over the over this and everything, go on ahead, comment and everything in the live chat in like five minutes. If you guys don't have anything to say or anything like that, we're just going to go ahead close out for this segment. I do appreciate everyone that is on the panel for me tonight, and. Uh, you know, I hope that you guys come back for the second episode when we review it next week. Another thing, too, is tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. Be ready for a spoiler review for the four-hour-long Snyder Cut tomorrow. It's going to be me, Tamika, and Charlie reviewing it. So <laughs> this is going to be an interesting uh, review that we're going to be doing. So get ready for that. Anything can be better than Josh Whedon's travesty yep. 2017. Oh my god. <laughs> I have that movie and I watched it. I'm like, what is this? I wasted you my money back. I watched it in theaters twice. Yeah, I watched it once and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Um, I don't um, own it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm good with that one time I watched it. This four-hour cut is good and it's supposed to be released on home media and Blu-ray and stuff. I'll probably get it. Um, So, like I said, this is good. I'll probably get it. Like, I mean... They already like are re- like they redid the 4K for Donna Justice into a different i a- more IMAXy stuff, mm-hmm. and that one that it just as it comes out on like the 23rd, so I already is like it's a special 4K version of Donna okay. Justice. Um, All right, yeah. So 
So yeah, if you guys also want to do this, I know that the pandemic's actually put holes in other people's pockets and stuff like that at the moment. But if you do, just go on ahead and show us some love. How do you do that? You just go on ahead and hit the link below at go www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. Also, too, for all your entertainment needs and wants, just go on ahead and go www.movieloversunite.com. Another thing, too, is you can follow us on Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite over there, underneath the same name, on Instagram as well. You can also get this episode on the audio-only podcast as well, wherever you get your podcast from. We're actually on iHeartRadio now, so go on ahead, show us some love over there. So Yay. that's actually something excited. Thank you so much. Yay. I'm actually I was ecstatic whenever I heard about that news. I'll tell you that. Um then of course you know you guys can follow me on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit over there or on Stereo at Movie Lovers Unit over there as well. And then of course at John D. Gordio Eight on Twitter. That's gonna do it for me for tonight. Always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again with you guys. And bye-bye. bye bye. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing and that is our five dollar a month plan it's called movie lovers classics it covers bonus episodes reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh little caesar review that we just did early access to episodes monthly newsletters shout outs on the main uh, feed early access to episodes and then we also have all access documentary series review which is ten dollars a month and that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shoutouts on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses, directors, and comic book writers. And it also includes movie lovers documentaries, and early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, and shoutouts on the main feed as well. Go ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We hope that we'll see you there. And always until next time, guys, bye-bye.